When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. <laughs> it's Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. You know, a, a buddy of mine, just real quick, a buddy of mine who weighs about 110 pounds dripping wet, and I were meeting up at a restaurant, and we were meeting another guy. So the two of us are there, and we're having a drink, and the other guy's going to be late. And this is years ago uh, before uh, everybody had a cell phone. And the guy called the restaurant and told the woman at the front desk, just look for two guys who look the exact opposite of one another. (laughs) (laughs) And she came right over and picked us out. No problem. Nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. Great description. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Once again, Uh, The breaking news today involving Brandon Staley. The Chargers have fired Brandon Staley today after last night's debacle uh, out in uh, Las Vegas where the Raiders put up 63 on him. And now they have also fired their GM, Tom Telesco. Uh, We found out a few minutes ago the interim coach is going to be Giff Smith, who is the outside linebackers coach. Uh, and apparently, as you told me during the break, the GIF-GIF debate is everywhere now on social media. Twitter's going nuts. GIF uh, versus GIF. It's, it's the of Chargers. Course. Of course, the Chargers would find a way to charger the interim coach process. Yeah. I'm sure <laughs> one of their social media folks will come out later and have some fun with GIF versus GIF. <laughs> that, that, that is absolutely in the offing to lighten the load, if you will, of today and what happened last night. But we look around the playoff picture right now between two teams that are squaring off this weekend there is a very interesting question if you look at it from a from just kind of a macro view look at the bills and the cowboys who are scoring off in buffalo this week if you had to be either one right now who would you want to be as far as the path that you have to take to get to the Super Bowl. Assuming the Bills make the playoffs, I think you're saying. Yes. Because obviously the answer would be Dallas, just given the mathematical probability. Right. But if the Bills find their way into the playoffs, well, what would be the better path? I, yeah, I guess I would say this, Joe. Uh, yes, it would be quite difficult for the Bills to go on a path to the Super Bowl that does not see them making the playoffs. Well, you didn't. You never clarified the year. <laughs> this could be a conversation about four years from now. Very difficult to get to the Super Bowl without making the playoffs. All right, so that's an interesting question because in the AFC, it's not nearly as top-heavy as we thought it was going to be. You know, Bengals, Chiefs, Bills, for example, and I know we're talking about them right now. And then in the NFC, it's much more top-heavy than we thought, and I don't know if anyone views any of those lower-tier teams to be much of a contender. I think there's a case to be made for the Bills. The thing with them, they can go outdoors and win games. They're built to kind of compete anywhere. Some of these teams can't do that. Like, you saw that from the Texans last week. They're an indoor 
AFC South team that went outdoors in the cold, messy weather of East Rutherford, New Jersey, and it didn't suit them well. That's what's so important about understanding roster construction. You've got to be able to construct a roster that fits not just your playing environment, but also your division, right? You need to be physical in the AFC North. You need a big armed quarterback in Chicago to cut through the wind, just like in Buffalo. Some people don't understand this sort of thing. Like, you need to be able to cover and pressure the quarterback if you're going to play in the AFC West because you're dealing with Patrick Mahomes, who continues, by the way, to get coaches fired. The the Raiders, the Broncos last year, now the Chargers. So, so that's why I might lean to the Bills. I might lean to the Bills because I can't see you coming up with a scenario where I get really worried about where they have to go. But with Dallas, if you tell me they're going to San Francisco, as good as the Cowboys have been, I don't like that one bit. We're going to operate under the assumption for a moment that the Cowboys are not going to win the division, or are we going to say that they we have a chance to win there. the division? We can go both ways there. We can go. I think they have a Listen, chance. I think they can run the table, and Philly could slip up again. I think that can happen. I think it could happen. I don't think it will. I think the Cowboys. I I can't find a scenario where they'd have to go back to Philadelphia and San Francisco and win on the road in the postseason. I just don't see it. I don't see them beating the 49ers. The 49ers game, to me, would have the feel of, we've already pulverized you once, and we could come out and throw a couple of early haymakers and be really physical, and that game could be over. Yeah. You know, that, that it feels like that. exists. I, I think, um, and we've seen it before, where you've had teams that have – uh, gotten beaten up in a game in a regular season, they come back and they win in the postseason. For some reason, I don't see that with the Cowboys with the 49ers. Let me throw this at you. And yeah. This is a pure hypothetical because it can't happen. But who do you think would stand a better chance going into Levi's and winning, the Cowboys or the Bills? Like if the Bills were in the NFC and you sent them to Levi's, do they go in there and have a better chance of winning? No. Same chance, worst chance? Worst chance. Worst chance, okay. Yeah. Bills don't have the defense. The Cowboys have the defensive players to to potentially have a chance. I don't think they would win there, but I think they could certainly be a heck of a lot more competitive than they were last time. This is the thing with the Bills is that when you look at all the metrics and the categories in the rankings, they the Bills defensively stack up really well. But then you watch them and you say to yourself, this isn't like the seventh best defense. I don't no. understand how metrically they can show up in one department and then they can go out there and Russell Wilson and the Broncos can go into their house and score a bunch of points and the Eagles can hang 37 on them in overtime a couple weeks ago. They, they've shut down some bad teams. They shut down the Raiders. They shut down the Commanders. They shut down the Jets, the Giants. Not the first Jets game, but the second one. And I think that somehow they've had enough of those games where they've decimated these bad offenses that it has them near the top of the standings, but the defense hasn't been that great. Like, am I missing something here? No, I don't think you are. I don't think this defense is near. There are, you and I have both seen plenty of defenses that statistically say one thing, but you know, when it boils down to it, they're not going to respond. Right. You know, I mean, you were talking about one earlier, Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville as good as they've been against the run. So let's expand this a little bit. Do you look at any of the teams 
in the AFC and say, man, I'd much rather have that path than what teams in the NFC would have when you're talking about potentially the Eagles, the Cowboys, the 49ers, all being teams that you'd have to play on the road. I would absolutely rather have to try to navigate the AFC than the NFC. I wouldn't want to have to but, deal but, with the NFC. But here's my question. Who's actually capable of doing that at this point? Navigating the AFC? The Ravens are. Right. Well, they're they're primed for the one seed, which would set right. them up nicely. But here, again, are they? Are they? Would you trust the Bills against the Dolphins again? I mean, they, they, they beat the Dolphins barely last year in the postseason. The Dolphins had Skylar Thompson. At I think the Bills could win that game, yeah. I don't see. The thing is, when it comes to trust... I have almost no trust in everybody in the AFC. Pitch me any team, and I'll yeah. present a problem that's a legitimate problem. I, I look at— Any team. Yeah. I look at pretty much all of them. The Ravens are the ones that I would say I would have the most confidence in, but it's still not at, you know, 90%. If it's a best-of-seven series, it's the Ravens. But when one game decides everything and the Ravens go out there and they line up in the neutral zone on a punt, extending the drive for the other team, or Lamar tries to do too much and he fumbles and he gets upset and he goes to the sideline and the other team punches it in, before you know it, you get into the fourth quarter, you're trailing by six and the crowd's against you or the pressure's mounting. That's the thing with the Ravens. They're built to succeed in the regular season. That's like the Dodgers. The Dodgers are constructed that over a large enough sample, of course they're going to have a great record, right? The Braves, of course they're going to have a great record. But then you get to the playoffs where the sample sizes shrink, and it's put up or shut up time. And in the NFL, it's 60 minutes. Maybe you get overtime. And in those 60 minutes, that's where Baltimore has failed to be able to maneuver the way they need to maneuver because they make one or two key mistakes. Jackson has an off day, and just like that, they're eliminated. From superchargers, exhaust kits, and more, eBay Motors has over 122 million parts to keep your ride or die alive. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Carlin versus Joe. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. The big breaking news today in the NFL. Chargers firing Brandon Staley, their coach, and their GM, Tom Telesco, after that debacle debacle last night against the Raiders. And now we've got some more breaking news in the AFC West that might have an even bigger impact this year. And I don't even know what it is yet. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
dragged. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. There's a new superstar in the NBA. Wimby, the deep catch, the turn, and the flush. And all season, Carlin versus Joe have their eyes on Victor Wimbenyama. That was so, so special. This is Wimby Watch. It's Victor Wimbenyama Day. <laughs> okay, okay. This, these are going to, Wimby Watch is going to cross over into pizza money here because we've got two bets on Wimby tonight. Stumbled into some interesting information here. Wemby was recently moved to the five defensively for the San Antonio Spurs. And as a result, he's blocking a lot more shots than he was early in the season. All right. He's had four or more blocks in five of his last six games. He's averaging 3.9 blocks per game over his last 10. And he just played the Lakers Wednesday night. He had six blocks. He's playing the Lakers again tonight. The over under on blocks is two and a half minus 135. There's also an alternate over three and a half blocks. That's plus 160. We're playing both those. Both those. So Victor Wembenyama over two and a half blocks, minus 135, and over three and a half blocks, plus 160. He's been on a tear. Eventually the word will get out and these prices will be adjusted. But for now, Harlan versus Joe, we got you covered. I'm done for this segment. I think I don't think there's much more I can add. Pack it in. You're good. Pack it up, pack it in. Let us begin. ESPN Radio has you covered for bowl game action tomorrow, Joe, the Myrtle Beach Bowl. I'm here for it. I'll be with Orlando Franklin on the call. Then we have got the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl with Kesty and Kelly Stoffer. And then the Starco Brands LA Bowl hosted by Gronk. Coverage begins 10.30 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Versus Joe. Breaking news. Coming fast and furious today, especially out of the AFC West. How about this? Chiefs ruled out Isaiah Pacheco for Sunday's game at New England because of his shoulder injury. Andy Reid said Pacheco had surgery on his shoulder, could be back at practice next week. Boy, the Chiefs, uh, first of all, that is a killer because you don't look at the Chiefs and think that they run it down everybody's throat all the time. But Pacheco is a major difference maker for them uh, between when you look at him and then Clyde Edwards-Alaire and the way that they run and how productive they are just to keep everybody honest. Pacheco's extremely valuable to them because of his running style. You yep. give him the ball, he lowers his shoulder, he drops the hammer on you. And when he does that, he's able to get four or five yards, five and a half, six yards. He fights for the extra yards to the point where you have to seriously account for him. And when you're seriously accounting for the running game, that can make you vulnerable to the passing game. And that's where Patrick Mahomes is going to kill you. And that's one of the things the Chiefs have been working on. Pacheco is extremely valuable because, like you said, he keeps you honest. That physical style helps mix things up and keep that offense in a position where opposing defenses might be a bit off balance trying to slow them down. So again, for the Chiefs, it's just not their season and it's okay yeah. to acknowledge that. In order to win a Super Bowl, there are a lot of things that need to go your way. But it's not a coincidence that the Super Bowl teams each year are two of the healthiest teams in the NFL. Like last year the Eagles and the Chiefs were two of the healthiest teams in the league in terms of games lost due to injury. That is a major factor in navigating 
through the playoffs. It's the war of attrition. So right now, that's catching up to him. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said the part about it just not being their year. Because we can break down all we want about how their receivers are not nearly as good as they used to be. Well, let's be real about this for a second. The only difference between last year and this year is that Juju is off the team and Rasheed Rice is on it. So, yes, they're not great, but they weren't great last year. You want to argue that Kelsey's not as good? That's fine. Sometimes it's just not there for a particular year. For teams that have been in the middle of a great run, sometimes it's just not there. I'm not ready to say that their window for, for the moment, this window is closing because I still think their defense is really, really good. But I, don't, I just don't think they're getting over the hump. I don't think the Chiefs are ever constructed well enough, or not well enough, but rather constructed in the way, Joe, where you could actually just look at them and say, well, you know, maybe it'll be the defense that wins it for them this year. Like, that's not a thing when it comes to Kansas City. It's just a year where it's not there. Now, when it comes to the Eagles, I think a lot of people are starting to kind of feel that same way. And, Joe, people are jumping the gun here on that. Okay? I get it. They have not looked great the last couple of games. They have given up a lot of points. Thing to remember here, this is a team that won the Super Bowl by giving up 35 points, you know, and, and five, six years ago. they Their defense has always been good. I've never looked at it and thought, I can't move the ball at all against them. It's shut down. They did a couple of things well, and that was get to the quarterback and allow that to really mask any other problems. They haven't been able to do that as well this year. No, they haven't. And right now is the classic, well, we smell blood in the water because of a couple losses. Same thing last year. I'd be careful. Same thing last year. Jalen Hurts got dinged up. Minshew and the Eagles went to Dallas. They lost a close shootout. They followed that up with a really lousy performance at home against the Saints. And suddenly we smelled vulnerability. And then they got right against the Giants late in the regular season. And then they got right against the Giants in the playoffs. And the rest was history about the path. The things about the Eagles, they've got the record. They've got the talent. I just can't get over two key things. And if they can't fix these things, they're not going to win the Super Bowl because they do have two issues. Number one, Jalen Hurts turning the ball over far too much. That, that's, that's an obvious, factual problem. It's not a subjective analysis. It's a problem. He's fourth in the NFL in turnovers. He's got to clean that up or you can't win championships. Turnovers are the most predictive of all the metrics, right? The more turnovers you force, the more games you're going to win. The more times you turn the ball over, the more games you're going to lose. So they got to clean that up. Number two, that defense does need to make some changes because they're getting touched up. They're getting touched up in the secondary, and I don't know if some schematic changes are what can get you to where you need to be. That's not my wheelhouse, but that defense as currently constructed is not going to be good enough to win a Super Bowl. No, and I think it's good, but I think it's being overplayed a little bit right now. I'm not writing them off completely. The Super Bowl thing... Mm. that's I'm having trouble seeing it right now but again recency bias this is just not a team from a mentality standpoint that I would ever 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 rule out if they go to Seattle and win by 20 everyone's going to change their tune come Tuesday 
There it is. They got right. Now look at the final three games. Giants, Cardinals, Giants. They're going to run the table. They're going to win the East. They're going to get the one seed. Everything's going to be like it can change that fast, which is why you can't overreact, which is why this show serves such a valuable purpose to society Two even keel guys. Right. All business. No goofing off. Always factually based. Right. All all analysis rooted in cold, hard facts. We are fair and balanced, and we're using that because no one else has ever used that before. I, I, I have no problem with it. I don't think there's a trademark there. So We ran it by legal. We're yeah, good. Exactly. We did not um, run it by legal. That's a joke. I want to make that very clear. <laughs> I, as that came out of my I, mouth, I was like, there's probably something to that comment that could lead to an issue. There's, You know what's always interesting to me is when you – Say something to be satirical, but then immediately clean it up for fear of repercussions. Well, I did spend six figures on law school. I got to use it somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, uh, I got a little more breaking news here. Boys, hit the sounder. Marlon versus Joe. Breaking news. More in the AFC West. Can we have more AFC West breaking news? Uh, Well, considering you just moved from Las Vegas, yes, we can. It's your birthday today? Oh, yes, it is. Congratulations. Congratulations to all my coworkers for reading the Hofheimer tweet. Because none of you actually knew you just read the PR tweet from the company. Is that, is that, isn't well, it? Evan, isn't that true? I wasn't even in here. Yeah. My yeah, phone. Cam read it and came in to produce the show. Bill sent out that tweet and my phone exploded. You, none of you. None of you get credit. I'm well, not saying I, thank you to anybody. You can stuff it. Everyone well, no, I, I fully own the fact that I didn't know. And, in fact, I didn't even see the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Cam texted me a couple of minutes ago. So I didn't Is even know. Is that you were running around outside, Evan? That's no, twice you've gone to the bathroom. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, no, they're running down to the cafe to get a cake. I, well, he was sprinting out earlier for, for breaking news with, for the, right. the Staley thing. Right. And then he's sprinting out again. I'm trying to figure out what I'm like. That's not worthy of a sprint, but... Flatulence, huh? All right. It'll happen. Well, listen. First of all, happy birthday. I appreciate that. Thank you. I know it comes from a place of uh, of warmth and kindness. No, it does. It absolutely it does. does. I personally, I don't think a birthday is a big achievement. I don't either. I've never made a... I have not mentioned this once today. I think it is one of the most overrated things that can happen. Yeah, I... What did I you do? You know what? What I'm did I do we- that I'm being celebrated? My mom and my dad did something I don't want to think about, and everyone's going to remind right. me about it all day. The my, my consistent line on somebody's birthday is, congratulations on celebrating the anniversary of something that only every other person ever achieved. <laughs> you should be very proud. It's the one thing everybody on earth has in common. Yes. Uh, how old are you today? Do you want, do you want 30, to say or 32. Not? 32. 32. Yeah. yeah. Hitting my prime. Uh, tell you what. And you're hitting it right in stride. I, I am it. not 32. I want to make that very clear as well. The old 4-3. 4-3. I can remember 4-0 like it was yesterday. It was during COVID, but eh, there's a whole story there that I don't – I'm not going to get into that. That's fine. Are you, gonna, are you and there your wife at least going to be able to go out to a nice dinner or something tonight? Yeah, we got a dinner reservation set, and I got a little bit of a problem with it. It's one of these places in West Hartford. I'm sure it's very good. The thing is, I booked the reservation online. That right. should be the end of the process. Right after I booked the reservation online, I get a text message. Hey, we just want to confirm that you're coming here at this time on this day. Yeah. It's like, I I think I already did that with the original reservation, but sure, I'll indulge, press one. So I press one. Thank you. We'll look forward to seeing you. This was two days ago. Today, now we're getting it again. Just want to confirm that you're coming tonight. 
How many interactions do we need to have for me to give you money? I've already confirmed. I'm, I'm coming. Please stop asking me about it. We are already too, too many in that conversation. They have conf- you've had too, too many conversations about this. The reservation's where it ends. We don't, yeah. I don't need the reminder. Exactly. You know what this sounds like? It sounds like a curb your enthusiasm thing. Yeah, I need a reminder every six months for the dentist. I don't need a reminder for a restaurant where I want to go eat. That's fair. That's fair. Anyway, well, listen, happy birthday. Thank you. It's very nice of all of you. I appreciate everyone remembering. And again, no idea. But I will put it down in my calendar now. Uh, by the way, <laughs> this week's good hands moment of the week surrounds the fact, Joe, that bowl season is here. Tomorrow, Myrtle Beach Bowl, ESPN Radio. ESPN kicks off 42 bowl games, including seven games tomorrow on ESPN, on ABC, on ESPN+. Plus. The Good Hands Moment of the Week brought to you by Allstate. With insurance from Allstate, you'll be game day ready every day. Visit Allstate.com or call a local agent today to learn more. Allstate, you're in good hands. Another domino has fallen on the NFL coaching carousel. Which one falls next? Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. Joseph, we were talking about this a little bit yesterday. With Bill Barnwell, outstanding writer for ESPN.com, ranked the NFL head coach openings for 2024, the ones that are likely to be open, the best and worst jobs. We've already got the Panthers and the Raiders open, the Chargers uh, open now as well after Brandon Staley earlier today, in case you're just joining us, got fired, as did Tom Telesco, the GM of the Chargers. And so you've got teams beyond that. When you look at Uh, the rest of this uh, setup in uh, all of these teams that we're expecting to have openings here, Joe, where the the best openings, as Barnwell has it, with the Chargers at number two, uh, behind only the Bears, ahead of the Falcons, Jets, uh, Patriots. Do you find that as an accurate, accurate layout for what they're doing there? He's laying out the Bears as one. Yeah. I would say two key reasons why you can get behind that. They've got two high draft picks coming up. 
Yep. They're going to figure out what they do with Justin Fields. He's either your guy or he's going to net you more in return. And then you draft Caleb Williams and continue building. And that division isn't really all that daunting. The Chargers can't say that because they have to deal with Mahomes. But I think the Charger job's better. Um, not from a state income tax purpose. That's obviously a knock. <laughs> but I, I, I would tell you, you've got a quarterback you can win with. And you've got an ownership group that's not going to fire you quickly because they don't want to have to eat that money. And when you have time, it's not like going to Carolina and knowing David Tepper can run you right away, right? Like, you don't want to – if you're weighing the options, you're going to want a shot to build because all of these are rebuilds in some way, shape, or form. (laughs) Tailor-made projects ready for the Super Bowl aren't available. Those coaches still have the job. So I would lean to the Chargers, number one, because I think you're more set at the quarterback position with Herbert over fields, and I think you definitely have an ownership group that's not going to look to pull the trigger quickly on you. But the Bears also will give you some time generally. At least it has looked like that in the past. I don't think the Falcons are the third best job available. That's what Bill said? Falcons? Well, if you get a quarterback in there, that thing can turn quickly, and that division stinks. It, like, you can get to the playoffs fast. That, the division is terrible, but that's the only thing that makes it appealing to me. Like, I don't I don't look at Atlanta and think that's, that's a place where there's been a ton of success over the years, and, man, I would jump at that because that organization has always had a good feel for what they're doing. Well, Blank's a pretty good owner. He's he doesn't, not bad. He doesn't strike anyone as someone who, like, medals or has the quick trigger. Yeah, like, he's there. And then on top of it, the thing is, I think if someone can figure out how to unlock this offense, look at how many weapons are on this offense. Bijan Robinson, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, you're telling me that – a good quarterback and a coach that understands how to use those guys can't get 30 a game from them. Like it's shocking how Arthur Smith has all these weapons and he doesn't give any of them the ball ever. Anyone who owns right, Pitts but, uh, or London or Bijan Robinson in fantasy knows what I'm talking about. But if you're going to say that we're uh, uh, no kidding. I mean, when Pitts scored a touchdown this week, I nearly fell off the couch, right? Um, it's like, finally, I'm yeah. already eliminated from the playoffs, but thank God we got the touchdown in week 14. Yep. Uh, the thing about it is though, who's that quarterback? Do you think I I love Fields. Love him. Are they going to is Fields that guy? Like that's the only guy that I would really feel like okay, I you, can make something work here. You love Fields. You I have do. him that you love him. I do. Huh, okay. I do. You're big and I, listen, okay. I know what I've seen, but I feel like a lot of it is very coachable and from everything I've heard about him as a person, he is exceptionally coachable. I see. I know we see flashes, and I always get scared when it's flashes. I've seen enough from him uh, through his college career and through his pro career to think that he has a chance to be very good. Well, Mel says it all the time. If a player can show you those moments, then he's capable of them, and it's your job as a coach to get that out of him consistently. And when Mel says that, that makes a lot of sense. It's like, look, if the kid showed he can be awesome, he just doesn't do it consistently, that's on you as a coach. And I think when Mel says that, he's quoting Bill Walsh. I'd put the, I'd put the Patriots job ahead of the Falcons and the Jets just because I, I really – I don't know about that job. What do you, what do you get with that job? You're, if, if we're clear that this is a rebuild, then that's what I got. Is like Kraft going to – do you think – we don't know this about Kraft. He's had the same coach for two-plus yeah. decades. Is yeah. he going to be patient? I think Kraft wants to win as soon as possible, but he is also a pragmatist. Is there anything about that team – yeah, the defense is good, but is there anything about it that says, 
they're a player or two or three away? No. They're a lot more no. than that. They're there's, a lot further away than that. There's a job I think we have way too low on here, and it's based on something that no longer exists. I think the Washington job is more appealing than – Barnwell has it at seven. I mean, you think this that's is a Daniel Snyder after effect? I think now that Snyder's gone and you have an owner with a ton of money who's going to want to win – I think that's a that's a that's an asset. That's a big asset to have something like that. You're stepping into an organization that's been terrible for a while, so it's not like they're going to expect immediate results. And you've got some solid players there, like Terry McLaurin, and I, you can go on and on. I'm not going to sit here and name all of them, but they've they've got some assets, and they've got an owner with deep pockets who's going to want to win. And right now, he doesn't seem like he's a dysfunctional owner. So I think Washington's ranked a little bit lower because of the Snyder effect, but he's gone. I don't know if you'll ever get rid of that stench completely, but. Would you take last one? If it opened up, and again, 32 jobs, the whole bit, I know. But with Aaron Rodgers in place, would you take the Jet job? Like just versus everything else? Like I'd rather have the Charger job. Not everything else. I'm saying is the Jet job appealing to you in general? Yeah. Yeah, think about if you get to be the guy that steps in and Rodgers is healthy and they start winning, you're going to look great. My only problem is that Rodgers is basically going to be making the call on the coach because he's so far into the pocket of the owner. I mean, these things we look at, it's amazing. This is the The most ridiculous conversation that idiots like you and me sit here and it's like, I don't know if I'd want that job. It pays $10 million a year. It pays 10 plus million a year and you just talk about football all day. And we sit here and we're like, I don't know. I don't know about that job. I don't know if I'd want that job. As opposed to what? I'd walk away. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, (laughs) Sirius XM Channel 80. Speaking of a lot of money, only so many chances we get at the producer parlay. And you know what they say? The odds... Well, they've got to be in your favor. I think they say that. <laughs> May the odds point. forever be in your favor. I know that thing, but it's that's not what I'm saying. Like, at some point, we got to hit it here, don't we? Well, no. this is betting big, and this is a chance. We're taking a big hack at this one. Let's see what the producers come up with. You'll find out next. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. Geico's mobile app has 24-7 claim service and on-the-go policy info. It's easy to Geico. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Carlin versus Joe. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. Oh, we got a big card. UFC 296 Saturday night in Las Vegas. ESPN Plus pay-per-view. It's the last big card of the year. The main card is stacked. We've got two bets for you. Co-main event, Alexander Pantoja by stoppage, minus 150. It's just a tip. I don't have any analysis on this. I like Pantoja. I think he go, he's beaten Roval before. I think he goes out there. Specifically, I think it's by submission, but we're just going to play the stoppage minus 150. And then Patty Pimblett, old Patty, by stoppage over Tony Ferguson. That's minus 110. Ferguson, this is a gatekeeper match. Ferguson's the big name for the hot up-and-coming prospect to take out so that it vaults the hot up-and-coming prospect to a higher level. Love Tony Ferguson. Had a great career. His best days are way behind him. So the final two pizza monies, UFC 296. Patty Pimblett by stoppage over Tony Ferguson, minus 110. Alexander Pantoja by stoppage over Brandon Royval, minus 150. Carlin versus Joe, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. The bigger the parlay, Show me the, money. the more it will pay. It's big money. Very big money. It's time to head into the control room for this week's Producer Parlay. Well... We're 0 for 14 with the producer parlay so far. We're due. It is an eight-leg parlay put together by the producers of each show on ESPN Radio. It is a magnanimous gesture by myself and Joe Fortenbaugh. Really more me than anything else. (laughs) Uh, But Joe has graciously laid out the money each week. It's $20, 10 each. I haven't paid them yet. Can I wire it to you? We'll worry about all that if anything ever needs to be done here. Okay? We'll, we'll, we'll settle all this at some point if, any, if we ever have to make action on this. I'm sitting back. I am very intrigued. We're coming out of the wire here. We had, what was the closest? We had one where you guys hit seven of eight. Yep. But we had nothing else that was even close. Okay. Now, Correct. this is tough. An eight-leg parlay, not easy. One representation from every single show here gets to make a pick. It's our gift to everyone because we know Canty and Smalls and Cohen, they're not taking care of their people. I know Greenberg's not taking care of his people. Freddie and Harry, they seem like good people. But we're taking care of all the producers because someone has to. Exactly. Despite the fact that Handman still complains about this every week. (laughs) And it gives you. Where are the seats? (laughs) You text him with a tip. He gives you the opposite analysis, but says, nah, I guess I'll go along Right, with you. and then it ended up winning. Yeah. <laughs> and man. Okay, All right. let's get so organized. So let's get to the first half of the producer parlay with Evan Wilder. Evan? Yeah, on Sportsman Likes, going to go Debo Samuel, anytime touchdown. Greeny's got Josh Allen, over 35 and a half rushing yards. Freddie and Harry's going Matthew Stafford, under 265 and a half passing yards. Amber and Ian, Jake Ferguson, anytime touchdown, the tight end for the Cowboys. A lot to sort through here. Um, Freddie and Harry, who's making the pick on Stafford under? That that That's commander's um, pass defense stinks. So yeah. that that is uh, going back to the well for Devin Cade. He did this what, couple, what is he doing? He did this a couple weeks ago. It dropped from like 235.5 to 219.5, and, and he still went under. And I think Stafford hit it maybe in the first quarter, maybe on the first drive. Stafford's even. playing really well. And Washington's brutal. 
I mean, man, look, I'm not saying I'm not saying it doesn't hit, but wow, I mean, I hate that play. Okay, Josh Allen over 35 and a half rushing yards. I mean, he runs in big games. That was the analysis last week. I lost money on that. He has. See, I don't trust that number at all with him this year because he's made such a concerted effort to not do it. There's just going to be times where it happens. I don't. I, I don't like betting that number this year at all. But here we are. All right. How about the second half? The handman's got a hammer. All right. Yep. Um, <laughs> as Joe said at the top of the show, or top of the segment here, UFC 296. It's a pay per view. So Carlin versus Joe's going. Colby Covington on the money line in the main event. Oh my God. Let's go All to right. game. I'll night. address this in a minute. <laughs> We're gonna go to game night. Uh, Zach Wilson over 180 and a half total passing yards. Paul Feinbaum shows going Adam Thielen over 41 and a half receiving yards and remotes Debo Samuel over four and a half receptions. This is a hell of a card right here. It really We're is. We're going Matthew Stafford under passing yards against the commanders, but let's go over pass yards for Zach Wilson. I mean, and then we got a bunch of Debo Handman going with the most hated guy in UFC. Plus 135, which, by the way, Saturday night, Handman, you could blow this whole thing up before anyone else even gets started. I know. I know. What yeah, happens I don't feel if, that bad with a Jake Ferguson anytime touchdown in there. But what happens if Handman, if we get a tip to the opposite uh, of that? Are you going to text Handman and tell him this time? Handman knows he, that the rest of us are playing Leon Edwards. He's well aware of the fact that he's... He's going to go. He's going against the grain here. Now, it wasn't an official pizza money on Leon Edwards, and that's okay. I wish him the best of luck, but I won't be. I won't be hearing any sob stories if it doesn't work out for him. Here's what's at stake for Handman on this: if he gets it wrong, Mikey C makes the pick next week. He knows this. If he goes off the board and goes UFC and ruins it by the time I wake up Sunday morning, Mikey C makes the pick next week. Why does Mikey C because get Mikey our C- show's pick? Mikey C has been bugging me all season. He said the reason it hasn't hit is because we haven't let Mikey C make a pick. Because we don't do Darian Mel, right? I don't know, man. So Mikey C gets to make the pick if if Handman interesting argument if Handman comes up short. Listen, I'm making a play calling change if he comes up short with UFC. Uh, how, how's, frankly, how, but hasn't Handman been pretty good this year with his picks? I, I had a cold spell, uh, you know, for a couple weeks, but I hit last week with Singletary, so I think it's roughly like nine, three, and one. All right. Well, listen. I'm missing. I'm missing one there. But. Evan's upset though because he doesn't like the idea of you blowing this up on a Saturday night. Right? That's what the big yes, problem that, is. He doesn't want it dead before his Sunday starts. Okay. So I've done this before, and I'm about to put the old jinx on it, but it's never not hit on a Saturday. What a stupid thing to say! What a stupid thing to say right there. Why would Shot you say clown. that? Shot the clown. Just gotta be humble with this stuff. We don't tempt the gambling gods like this. Twenty dollars. This parlay pays $4,001.02. No, it doesn't. It pays zero because it's not going to hit. You have so much <laughs> chaos in here. Wow. Hey, that's you're, Cody you're coming to just game. You just broke our gambling expert's gambling spirit. That's what Look you just at this. did. I can't this believe parlay. the Stafford under. If the Stafford under hits, I'm coming on Monday. It's Devin's pick. I'm yeah. coming on Monday. I'm going to talk about how great of a pick that is by him if that hits. I cannot believe that. Washington is a sieve. Does anyone remember what the Bears did to that defense? The Bears. <laughs> the Bears. 
Uh, from superchargers, exhaust kits, and more, eBay Motors has over 122 million parts to keep your ride or die alive. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We got football all over ESPN Radio this weekend. It's bowl season and a football doubleheader on Sunday. Dolphins, Jets, then Niners, Cardinals. Coverage beginning at noon Eastern on select ESPN Radio stations. Good luck on the call. Have a great call down there in Myrtle Beach. We're looking forward to it. As I am as well. Can't wait for tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Carlin vs. Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Carlin vs. Joe weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Carlin vs. Joe podcast.